What's up, guys? Welcome to the Sky Guys Podcast this week. I'm your host, Mike Phillips, one of the three hosts this week. You know, we had a little fun uh, Twitch stream with our friend Nick Valesio. We went through the beginning of Jedi Fallen Order with him. We pl- He played the game. We had some running commentary on the stream. I'm going to drop that in the podcast feed. Nick is going to be joining us next week on the podcast to break down the general plot of Fallen Order. So I think, you know, I just tied you guys over, give you this audio here. So without any further ado, let's dive into this conversation. This is from... Nick D'Alessio's Twitch stream. I'm going to share the links to all that. If you want to check it, check out the video from this. He has all this content there. I'll share it on there. So without further ado, let's dive into this conversation. Welcome to a special stream today. Uh, We are here with the sky guys as you can see this uh little different setup also while we were while we were waiting we had two follows so let's give them their credit right now thank you Acost, for following and uh let's see who else was there thank you uh steel chaos for following uh there it is okay so uh if you are here because of the sky guys you know who they are. Uh, if you are here outside of that, uh, I, I hit Steel Chaos two times, so you should get double the thing. Uh, so let me introduce you to the Sky Guys. Uh, the Sky Guys are a Star Wars podcast, one of my personal favorite podcasts. I've been listening to them for, oh, Steel Chaos a third time. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been listening to them for since the start of it, and I was actually on a Just in the Suffering feed with uh, Mandalorian season two, I believe. So uh, I'll go top to bottom. Uh, We have Mike, who's one of the hosts of the Sky Guys. What's up everybody, how you doing? Uh, We have Nick, who's the the brains behind everything. He's the- uh, Yeah, the the brains and the the runner of the Instagram. If you know the Instagram, (laughs) then I run that. And then we have Pete, who's the voice that you hear at the top of every episode. Supporting role, supporting role. The, these these two do most of the work. I'm just here for the uh, for the commentary. But yeah, thanks for uh, having us on. I'm excited to uh, do this playthrough with you guys. Yeah. So uh, I guess before we get started into it, um, what is your guys' experience with Fallen Order? I know briefly on your show you talk about it a little bit. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go first on this one. Basically, I've gotten through. I've played it a couple of times. I have gotten through. I think the intro. I've gotten through one planet and then i've been kind of stuck with work and stuff and i just go back i'm kind of in the middle of the game i'm on kashik right now okay um i have beaten this game before just once i tried to play it once didn't like it put it down and then picked it up later and loved it and beat the whole thing and i suffered from the unlucky timing that as soon as i finished the game literally the next day they made the ps5 release for it i had it i played so i paid the ps4 version on ps5 oh man okay well that's not that's not the worst thing yeah so i uh i've only gotten through maybe like the first couple of uh acts chapters whatever they're called um i believe i'm on the planet right before darthamir or kashik so i'm not very far in the game okay so uh, I guess what we're gonna do, we're just gonna start a new game, and then take. So what's what is Journey Plus? Uh, so if you beat the game, 
you can do a new game plus and you can start from the beginning with all of your upgrades already with oh, all of your that. unlocked stuff uh so if you really want to if you want to really just wreck house you can do that or if you want to play on like a harder skill level then you can start off with some more stuff uh i guess i'm gonna start just a brand new journey though because yeah. yep. uh for, for anybody new that's gonna come into this they'll get a you know a fresh start of it um we're gonna do uh, Jedi Knight because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to look like a noob here. So <laughs> I probably um, did I probably did story mode if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, are you guys familiar with like the the Uncharted games and like the Dark Souls games and stuff that this game like clearly heavily takes influence from? I know that in Dark Souls you just die from walking outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Dark Souls is notorious for just. Just wrecking people left and right. Uh, never had the patience to play it, though. I got to be honest. But I, I do know that um, there are some elements of this game. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. I think once if you try to like, heal or refresh or rest or something like that, all the enemies reappear. So it's not like you can go ahead and take out all the enemies and, and kind of heal yourself and then you're good. It's it's kind of like a world that keeps refreshing. So you, you always have some sort of combat. Yeah, so that's that's the basic draw of from software games like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, uh it's yeah you get from point a to point b and if you die you go back to point a and everybody responds so that's they they took that but then also uh the uncharted games are very very platforming very action based so it's like respawn was just like what if we took dark souls and uncharted and made them kiss but also star wars so that's uh oh you know i meant to press start so let's let this load in the background in the meantime So you guys are the Star Wars guys. So, uh, lore-wise, like, where does this this takes place between three and four, right? So this takes place um, not long before the Kenobi series. Isn't it five years after three and five years before Kenobi. I think it's yeah. right. Something like that. Yeah, and then the sequel will take place same time as Kenobi, roughly. This is a time period where the Empire is like, you know, still figuring it out, but there's really no competition at all. So, like, they've ruled the galaxy 100%, but they're still not in complete power because they just haven't been around that long. Yeah, Nick's favorite time period of the galaxy. That's right. <laughs> so, a fun little fact, the music that's playing at the start of this game, uh, it's a band called The Who, but it's spelled like I think it's spelled like H U. They're like a they're like a Mongolian throat singing metal band. I actually saw them, uh, but it sounds so alien that it actually fits in a Star Wars game. So it's definitely not the same Who. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> so what's the? There's like a rumor, right, that there's a Cal Kestis kind of a show coming. What was what was what was going on with all that? Well, there's been rumors of Cal stuff because well, this they ended up not for the. I mean, they still could be true, but a lot of the rumors were there were leaks that he was getting involved, and then we found out that he got his own lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge. So I think that's what the rumors were. But ah, it could okay. still be like in a show or have a show centered around him or something. I, I feel like if there's a second game. And this is going to be 
canon and everything like that, I think they kind of have to do something with them, right? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's a pretty decent character. I haven't played through the whole story, but I've, I've only heard good things about this game, so... Plus, I mean, they brought the actor to Disney to actually model the lightsabers. There's another reason that right. they're in back right. with him. All right. So uh, we were talking over the plot. There's some. Uh, I already forgot what's going on. His boss wants to see him. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Boss wants. I think at this point, like they're. Uh, Don't worry about it. Do they ask him to do like that job yet, or? Like I mean, that. it's just the boss just wants to see him, and as of now, he's uh, what, what, what is he doing? Like something with ships, like in the old parts and stuff, just hiding, yeah. being a Jedi. What's exactly his job right now? He's salvage, he's like a scrapper, right? Yeah, yeah, so look at that. Yeah, and fun fact for our uh, podcast listeners here: this planet was referenced in Bad Batch in season one. Oh, Mike, where do you get this information? I feel like I, I follow <laughs> closely, and like. There's always like these Easter eggs that you and Nick are, are pulling out of your or your hat here, and I'm sitting here going, "Yeah, that, that sounds about right." Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm upset because in Boba Fett, I was coming in with great Easter eggs, and it was like every episode, both of you were like, "Wow, how did he know that?" And I got none in Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got none in any of them, so yeah. don't feel bad. I'm oh. over up. Hey, yeah. you okay? Yeah. I'm going to try to make this look all like cinematic, you know, yeah. so it's like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. I'll improvise. See you there, pal. Yeah. Improvise. Pete, you remember this plot? I think this was the episode of Bad Batch where Rex takes the inhibitor chips out of the uh, out of the Bad yeah. Batch themselves. Yeah, no. Yes, I, I do remember that now. Yeah. However, I don't have the mental capacity, I think, to uh, put two and two together there. I'm never going to remember any scenes from Bad Batch. <laughs> and it's coming back too, soon, too, so. Yeah, the only scene I remember is when Cad Bane showed up. That was great. Oop. Oh, also, I forgot to mention at the top, I'm playing on a PS5. So this is the PS5 version of the game. I do have the, the same. One, the one that I didn't get to play. The one you did not get to play, yeah. <laughs> well, now you get to see it, right? I'm and sure all... it's just the same thing, with just higher frames, right? I Probably, yeah. L2 to climb. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was listening to your guys' episode uh, about, like, what you're most excited for in the future. Uh, Our and, most uh, recent. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, like, as far as I, I'm most excited for, I think, Andor. Because, I don't know. I think I'm – it's weird to say I'm a little bit – Sorry, it's like I'm like trying to focus and talk at the same time. I'm uh, I'm getting a little bit tired of like the same Jedi over and over again. You yeah. know, like as as much as I really really enjoyed parts of Obi Wan, I'm like I kind of just want something that feels a little different. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we put our list together, but I had my personal rankings, and I had Andor number one also. Yeah. Say hi this time. yeah, I think the group was, I think it was two or three, if I remember correctly, because I, I do think Pete and I have had the same problem, too, where I feel like, you know, the whole galaxy, the whole story is in the span of, like, a postage stand compared to how long, the history of the whole galaxy. I guess that's where we need Tycho to uh, really make something new, but you guys have me feeling really, really uh, not great about the, the possibilities of that happening. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice if they... 
just did it, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, like organically, but they're like forcing him, it seems like forcing him to do something he doesn't want to do, and that's where we're getting nervous. So yeah, if you guys never played the Uncharted games, if you like this part of Fallen Order, then like play the Uncharted games. It's it's this oh how'd you get here? Uh sorry, that's funny. Uh, it's this, but instead of being a Jedi, it's just like a third-person cover shooter. Uh, it's made by Naughty Dog, too. So if you played, um, like, The Last of Us, same developer. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, same developer, so. I never played Uncharted, but maybe I would like it. I think what turns me off is when there's so many games in a series and I've never played one, I don't know where to start and I know I'm not going to play them all, so I just say forget it. Yeah, there's because Uncharted, there's four, and then there's like a side spin-off game, so I get it. It's like, where do you even start? Because normally you would say start at number one, but so much time has passed, number one's doesn't really hold up so well. Uh, out there somewhere if you want to get them oh. cheap. There we go. I'm sure I can get them. It's just that I know... I'm going to rush through all of them to get to the most recent and then I'm not going to enjoy it. For example, I did the exact thing with Kingdom Hearts. I rushed through all of them and then played the last one. And I was like, why did I even play these? <laughs> Which ones did you rush through? <laughs> all of them, except the last one. Like the, the mainline ones or the... Uh, I like... tried the other ones too. I didn't really like a lot of them, but I, I played every one of them, but I only actually completed the or the main ones. Yeah, if you play if you play just one, two, and that's such a funny example because if you play one, two, and three, you, you'll still have no idea what's going on. It's oh yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, you would think that playing the mainline entries of a game, you would have somewhat of an idea. Uh, all right, we need to unlock these things. That's what we're doing. So I guess yeah, basically, I guess the, basically we're in the uh, like. What do you call like basically the tutorial level where you usually learn everything? Yeah, learn our controls. Get into it. It's uh, sometimes games will, will start off with a pretty long cinematic and do like the basics like up and down and walk forward, jump, crouch. This is just like no, you're gonna you're gonna start platforming right away. <laughs> also, like nobody knows that he's a Jedi, but like I don't know, if he's doing nobody... this. Please, yeah. <laughs> No, no suspicions whatsoever that he has some sort of any inkling of anything that has to do with uh, force sensitivity. Those Jedi, real tragedy. I've always said they couldn't all be traitors. Yeah, maybe. I guess it's just our lucky day. Nick, who was our friend from uh, Obi Wan? Who was the Empire sympathizer? We are these uh, Freck? Freck? Yeah. Zach Braff's character? <laughs> yeah, say, this is the anti-Zach Braff. Oh, you mean the Jedi? No, I mean the one who, one on the planet who's driving Obi-Wan around, and he's like, says, oh, the Empire's great. Yeah. The, yeah the, oh, 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 yes, yes. Yeah. This, this guy is, a, it, this character is a very close correlation. Very close. Are they the same species? No, similar, though. Similar. Yeah, maybe maybe they were inspired by this game by him when they were making the making the show because there's a lot of like Fallen Order stuff in Kenobi references. Maybe that's why I'm very surprised Cal didn't make an appearance. And that could have actually been me the freaking. Uh, so here's the uh, 
the moment now where Cal's force abilities gets outed. Oh, wait. Oh, I gotta control that. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> As I'm smashing into shit. <laughs> He's a Jedi, so. That's actually what ticked me off with this game the first time I played it. Is like in the next level, I think it's the, technically the second level, but really like the first non tutorial level. All you have to do is open a door, but you can't. You have to go all the way around. And I'm like, I'm a Jedi. I would just open it and I gotta be pissed off. Yeah. But no. the game would be too easy if you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, I believe they hide behind that. That he cut his connection to the Force craft for why they do that. Right. All right, and now we save him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he still got right. up. You know, <laughs> like that, that wasn't the most obvious Force thing, right? I mean, this thing's already fly, and he just like stuck his hand out. Like, I feel like. What is, um, what are we being attacked by right now? It's like a space uh, octopus. Space whale? Space Garbage octopus. planet monster? Please tell me space whales don't make the thing in this game. I will, I will just throw it out right now. So I think we'll probably see. I, I don't think the issue was that he did that. I think, wasn't there like a little sentry droid that saw him doing that? What was that back there? Was it... I thought there was like, more. This line, right? Like, what was that? How'd you do that? It's like, what? How do you do what? Like, it looked like it was going to happen. I've, I've seen the stories. I've heard it. Out on people I know. Like you. I know. Could have easily just been like, that wasn't me. It was just luck. Yeah. Or just do one of those, uh, that's not what you yeah. saw. <laughs> you weren't just falling. You were completely <laughs> fine. Yeah. So this game, <clears throat> it's like officially canon, right? Yes. That's what they yeah. Uh, yeah. said. Pretty much, I think, everything since April 2014 that's come out has been canon except for Visions. Okay. You know, I that's one you guys were talking about. I actually actually never saw Visions, and I feel like it's right up my alley. Yeah, I was going to say, you would probably love that. Are you, yeah. Aren't you an anime guy? I Yeah. And you, <laughs> so. and you should watch it. I think you would enjoy it. My screen's too small, but I got my little anime figure guys standing over there, so. Uh, it's anime and Star Wars. Like, I should should be right up my alley. But. I think if you like anime, it's great. We just... just nobody not, here. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're the wrong audience for it. So, I guess we'll uh, discuss spoilers not in this live playthrough, but I think a lot of the... I guess kind of issues with the game. It's like, as far as a Star Wars plot, not a whole lot happens because video games got a video game. You know, like you're saying, like the door's right there. Can I just go in it? And it's like, yeah. But video games got a video game. You know, so. Gotta spend an hour getting to the door. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Since this game was, let's call it successful. I don't know if it was as successful maybe as like a Call of Duty, but. I wonder if Survivor is a longer gameplay kind of game. I mean, we see games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which takes like 90 hours to complete the main story. I wonder if they try to expand in the sequel. Is is it is Respawn making the sequel? Is it still EA that's making it? I should. I think it's the same team. Yeah. 
team, I think. Yeah, I'm not too sure if anyone knew was coming on it, but I, I could have sworn I heard something along the lines of the same team just going to recreate it. I don't know if there's going to be any additional stuff. Yeah, I sometimes, you know, there's that whole debate with video games of like, bang for the buck is yeah. is a is a 60 hour game that's 70 dollars better than a 10 hour game that's 70 dollars you know it's i almost personally i i think the length of this is like perfect i think it takes like 15 hours to beat something like that uh if it was longer it already kind of feels a little drawn out so i think if it was longer would really feel drawn out it doesn't have like it's not like an open world it doesn't have like side quests and stuff so but that's not know. something they're gonna do going forward like they're not gonna make it an open world game right no they would probably make its own they'd make a different star wars open world game i don't think they would make. oh it. i know it'll be it'll be star wars eclipse the game oh, we're yeah. never gonna see five twenty twenty seven imagine a star wars open world game though but like if it was like a no man's sky kind of thing where you can like actually fly to the planets and stuff harry potter's getting it right it's yep like, they are i think it's hogwarts legacy i believe it's called i feel like star wars is a close is, is close and i think it's probably supposed to be it um but like we talked about it's pretty much in development hell with the star wars eclipse game yep. yeah i don't think it's ever yep. gonna come out Wait. Is that supposed to be the same species as Zeb? Maybe. Is Jaro Tapal in anything prior to this game? No. Or like, actually, are there any characters? There's one. Well, there's one big one, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there's stormtroopers, so. What? And a little spoiler for Kashyyyk. I mean, Saw Gerrera's there. Right. Oh, yeah. Here, I'm looking up his master now to see. Um, maybe after this, he was in something else. I'm almost positive he debuted in this game, but so Jarrett Paul's species is a Lasat. That, that is that is the uh, species for uh, Zeb. Yeah, it is. So it is the same species. So I guess that's what he would look. I mean, now that this is live action, but it's kind of close. So maybe this is what he would look like in live action. Maybe hmm. they t- took inspiration for uh, Ahsoka from here. I'm sure we'll see Zeb show up there. Oh yeah, I wonder because they use real actors. Like, do you guys think anybody from this game is going to show up in any of the future projects that are coming up? I'd like to see an Inquisitor show up, but can't spoil what happens to them. No, no, not at the beginning of the game. Well, I think you can use your brain and say if this is the second sister and Riva was the third sister, I think you know what happens. <laughs> Does, what's the what's the rules behind naming them? Is it just is it literally just like you were here for second, so you are now second sister, or is there like an I, I think hierarchy? So. I think it's literally an order. Yeah, I think I think the hierarchy just comes also to its seniority. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that I think the Darth Vader comics probably get into this about the Inquisitor formation and whatnot. Right. So if, if second sister dies, does third sister get moved up to second sister, or like how does that you know? I think it just gets retired, or sort of like the like the like if Derek G retire from the Yankees, they're not going to get number two <laughs> back out. I, uh, okay. I've been working on this heap a long time. Trying to find more information on some of the sisters and stuff. See how many there are. Refit and rebuild ships. Also, you know, here's here's a, a thing like. Then came the empire. 
Cal's hiding the fact that he's a Jedi. But the dude, he just carries his lightsaber on him everywhere he goes. Like, yeah. He didn't bury in the sand like Kenobi did. Oh, uh, you know what? Speaking of Kenobi, I have a question for you guys. Why was Obi-Wan in the beginning just like a shell of himself? Wasn't the whole point of him going to Tatooine to watch over Luke? So, like, yes. Do you want the just... real reason or the canon reason? <laughs> uh, oh, and then here's Cal now outing himself. Okay, well, R.I.P. Prowth. Pretty on brand for how the Inquisitors kind of try to pull the uh, Jedi out from hiding, right? Like, you try to hurt someone else uh, and they can uh, throw them out. So, pretty on brand. All right. Finally, let's go. And now he's got to work. Well, I think the real reason... Oh, yeah. Like, the real-life reason is because it's supposed to be a movie, and it got stressed into a show, and he, if he was strong right away, the show wouldn't make sense. But the canon reason was that he was looking after Luke, but nothing happened. So for 10 years, he was just kind of working a 9-to-5. Yeah, I put it more in the case that I think he blames himself for what happened to Anakin, and, like, he really cut himself off from the Force, so that's sort of, like, why he's sort of a sad sack. I get it. I just don't you think that like oh, oh. they just keep shooting. They don't. There, there we go. Uh, you would think like if the whole point of him there is to protect Luke, he should be in keep fighting shape to protect yeah. Luke. You know, Disney loves that plot line. They love. Uh, they really love making a Jedi who's strong not strong, so he can get strong again. I thought you were about to love. I thought you were they love that, and they love having having your hero watch after a little child. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the least with Obi Wan, right? Where... Like any skill that you're not practicing for years, you know, you wither away. I chose to rest instead. All right. Oh, I didn't mean to freeze him. There we go. So I think in the uh, oh shit, where did he come from? In the uh, the main difference between the game modes, oopsies, is the timing. Yeah. Uh, the harder yeah. the skill level, you need to be like real precise with those uh, deflections. Yep. And I would imagine they do more damage. You do less damage, right? Yeah, standards. Oh god, do they just keep coming? Okay. Wonder if I exit full screen if I get no lag. Oh. They keep coming because I'm not listening to the uh, the tutorial. <laughs> oh, it's like okay. You want they want you to learn that lesson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I can do the thing that I've been doing this whole time. That's why they just keep chopping an infinite amount. Okay. All right, now I got to slow the enemy down. Okay. So that was accidentally just a massacre. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, wrong button. The, uh, the thing that throws me off is... I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West, and the button to like grab on this stuff is a different button. But uh, I'll get that. Whoop! 
I gotta say, this game is surprising. You know, it was when I, when I heard they were making a game and it was EA, and I'm just like, oh, here we go. You know, everyone has their, you know, everyone hates EA. That's like a common thing in the gaming industry to hate on EA. And then they came out with this game and it was actually good. Like, people thought they were gonna just make another microtransaction multiplayer game and it ended up being a nice single player action adventure. I don't even think there's no other option, right? It's just story. There's no other options in the menu, right? Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, it's not a Battlefront Two situation, right? I forget there was a. It was supposed to be a different company was making like the single player Star Wars game, and it got canceled because people were like, nobody wants single player games anymore. Those don't sell. And then EA of all people, who normally makes multiplayer games, made a single player Star Wars game, and it turns out it's great. Multiplayer games they start to come back. A lot of multiplayer games are going to play. Uh, oh boy. Obviously, but I mean, people can't be blind to purchase a game that has you know, multiplayer versus uh, yeah. story. Definitely. They are making a comeback. A lot of the biggest games now are single players, not multiplayers, you know? Yeah, and, and Nick asked earlier, like, who from this game we could see in live action. Obviously, if Cal Kest comes to live action, they're going to bring Cameron Monahan in to do it. Well, spoiler alert, Cal Kestis does not die in this game. Well, I mean, or... the fact there's a sequel kind of gives that away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true, yeah. Need cover. Gotta move in between bursts. So this uh, running on a train while uh, something in the air shooting at you, this is literally like the beginning of Uncharted 2. I, I like in games when they do what they just did here where, where Cal says what you have to do but they don't tell you on the screen like you need to run between shots. He just says I should run between shots and then that's what you should do. I like that because they're not, they're giving it away yes, but they're not just, they're not, the screen's not telling you to do that. It's just like the character giving you a little hint. I don't know. I always found that cheesy, right? Like, I'm not going to like say to myself like, I got to make sure I don't run when it's shooting at me. <laughs> right? Yeah, but I understand what you're saying. It's a lot better than if there's something which is on the screen written. Imagine if every day you like, like you wake yeah, up in the morning like, and you're like, ah, I gotta eat some breakfast now. And you're like, ah, I I <laughs> so I could be. Yeah. Although I suppose you you do that in your head, right? Like, yeah. try typing in a password yeah, on a computer that. without saying it in your head. Oh, oh, day, oh but, wow, yeah. Would they announcing your thoughts and see how crazy they are. <laughs> okay, here we go. Whoa! This is bad. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> I also I appreciate a game that like whoop, a lot of games that have like platforming things will change the color it'll be like oh clearly i have to climb this way because everything is a different color this game's a little bit more like they tried to blend it in more i appreciate that uh. oh. Oh. now is being a jedi mean that you're really good at platforming because like in the animated uh in clone wars they're always just like climbing mountains and they're not even breaking a sweat. Is that like a like a Jedi power or are they just kind of glossing over that? <laughs> yeah, they kind of I feel like they glossed over it. I feel like <laughs> something they do. 
definitely think they glossed over it, but I would imagine they do like intense like training, like jumping around and backflips and stuff. Like you saw Luke with Yoda on his back doing in the forest doing front flips and stuff. So they probably get that sort of athleticism from the training. But like, is there is there a bit of information that we're missing that you know? Because I feel like you would have this knowledge. Uh, <laughs> not that top of my head. Okay. Does make sense though. Like they do show Luke doing that stuff in the forest with Yoda, so I would I imagine it's like part of their training that you need to be like really in shape and athletic. And like I've never seen a fat Jedi, you know. Oh God, am I gonna die right now? I mean, your health is pretty low. <laughs> I was not paying attention to that. I don't think you've learned how, how you to respawn yet. You want to meditate? Yet, how, yet. how do you how do you heal? You need like a med uh, kit or something? You need you one, I believe. You don't get any health from. Defeating enemies. Oh, well, here we go. We'll see what happens. I just died. You gone. <laughs> no, you, uh, once you get, uh, BD1, yeah, he gives you, like, the med packs. packs. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if that's what you do, but little, uh. Well, uh, I should have a death counter. That was death number one. Okay. Full health. All right. I'll, 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 I'll pay attention now. That's, that was my excuse. Looking at the force gauge in the middle of the screen, like, nah, you're fine. And I looked to the left. I said, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. Same. And I'm saying how, like, I beat this game, and now look at me. I'm dying on the first level. Good on story mode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I play video games, I, I'm, I swear. All right, let's go. So you, you just started this. What was your, your prior game before this? Uh, so train stuff. I was uh, I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West a lot. Oh, you the, said that, yeah. You said yeah the that. sequel to Zero Dawn. Uh, I love that game. Give me a open world third person post apocalypse. No, no, no. I just eat that shit up. That any any game within that genre, I will play the crap out of it. No, this can't be good. I like how you said third person. Whoa. I agree. First person, sometimes, I don't know, like, I played through all of Cyberpunk, and it was fun towards the end, but like, I don't know, something about action in third person just feels a little bit... Yeah, it's actually exactly why I brought that up, because I started playing it last week, and I am, like, in pain of how boring it is. What, Cyberpunk? Yeah, I'm so bored, it's unbelievable. Oh, man. So it gets, it's one of those games you gotta, you gotta just... Oh shit! He should be. He's he's. Oh. He should be dead, right? Like that's. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. That's a separated shoulder. That's a. Uh, the one thing I would say with Cyberpunk is like, stick with it, because as you unlock more abilities and you get like later on in the game, it definitely gets more. It gets like a lot more fun. I just feel like I'm sitting there watching cutscenes and hitting square to answer the questions. Yeah. And that's it. And I think I've gotten decently far. I've already gotten to the point where, like, Keanu Reeves is, and, and me are talking a lot. Uh, there be, like, in, I'm in the second act, at least. I know that. But do you ever play any, like, uh, like Bethesda games, like any Fallout games or Obsidian No, I know, I know Fallout's very similar to Fallout, but I have not played. Yeah, because it's funny you're saying that it's too much just, like, standing around and talking, and I'm like... To me, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the point of those games. That's like half of the fun is doing that. What more would you want? 
just want a game that I can talk bitch. I was expecting it to be more of a... Like I a, like a third-person, uh... open-world game, Crackdown. if you will. Like a Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Excel's in, in big trouble again. Yeah, this is one of those battles you, you, you can't win. You have to lose it. Yeah. And when you play on the easiest mode, it makes you feel like you're horrible as you're playing and you're getting crushed by that. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? I'm on the easiest mode. Yeah, you, you have to lose this battle. <laughs> Seer's new too, right? Nobody else is... Yeah, she's a new yeah, character. I think the only characters that return at all are the big one and Saw. So, you know... The... I don't know if you remember when the trailers came out for this game. It totally spoiled the big reveal at the end. Uh, the character that we're dancing around, which I think at this point it's pretty obvious who we're dancing around, but uh, it was in the trailer for the game. Like the 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 whole trailer played out, and then the last scene, see, you hear the breathing and you see him, and it's like, oh, okay, this guy's gonna be in the game now. Yeah, I think that's a good. Like that definitely draws people in. Like if you and, know, you know, he's in the game. Imagine how much more insane that end would be if you didn't know he was going to show up and then he oh, just... Oh, yeah. Right, we're, we're... Spoiler alert. It's Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader's in the end of this game. And, like, he was in the marketing campaign for it. You saw his face and you heard him breathing. Okay, yeah, I had, the, I had the spoiler warning ready to go. He dropped the gun on me. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, and no spoiler, he's in, he's on, I think he might even be on the back of the cover or something. He probably's yeah, on the box. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's not on the front, but he might be on the back cover of the game, and he's in the trailer, so. I'll check if, for you in one second, I'll be right back. If they left that out, and, like, you get to the end of the game, and all of a sudden, friggin' Darth Vader shows up, that would have been the most insane, like, holy shit moment. But, like, when he showed up, it was like, oh, yeah, I was expecting him to come here. She's a force user. I like what they started doing. And I believe the first game to ever do this was one of the Call of Duty games. When they really like scan in the people's face and it really looks like like they did that with Kevin Spacey in a Call of Duty game. And I feel like it's like such a cool thing to see, the face scanning. Alright, so uh, I guess we should talk about the plot a little bit, right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. impossible to trust anyone. Although, I mean, it's what's kept you alive. this whole game is kind of like, you know, if this was just surviving. like not a video game, what? how do you guys think it would work better? Would it work better as a movie or like, like a six part Disney plus show movie? No question. Movie. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to say show only because the new movies have turned out to be not great. Right. I don't know if Disney understands that they need to let a movie breathe and have multiple movies if it's a long storyline. I think show is more of a gives you more leeway to at least uh, get some information out there. I have to say though, this game's been a whirlwind so far. I mean, we've only what like 25, 30 minutes into the game, and we've had so many different characters and so many different things happen. It's it's just kind of really throws you into this. And we lost yeah. our best friend Prowf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor Prowf. Uh, if you take out the platforming and the tutorial and everything then like there's not much this is just 
this is this is a 10 minute intro to a movie or a tv show or episode one of a tv show i guess yeah pete the reason i say movies because i feel like like to go, to go on nick uh nick's point earlier here like if you're using your force ability to open the door you, you lose about an hour on every level yeah yeah but you have a 15 if you have a 15 hour game i mean is that how long you think it is about 15 I think how long to beat.com. Yeah, I think it's like the average playthrough is about 15 hours, give or right, take. So 15 hours of content. Let's say you take an hour off the top of each world. Let's just say, I mean, we'll be down to seven hours. Although, you know, it would be a good way to, uh, if you YouTube search just like just the cutscenes and see how long that is, that's like a, That'd be a, a good, good indication. Yeah, I, I actually never been on this site and it makes perfect sense. What, how long to beat.com? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. If you need to plan out some stuff, you're like, uh, how much time do I need for I this? Just, I just always assume 20 to 30 for every game. How long it took me to figure out how to play that stupid guitar? I was <laughs> going, what do I do next? And I was like, uh, guitar. <laughs> okay, cool. I was waiting for Cal to be like, I think I should play guitar. Right, Nick? <laughs> yeah, it says main story 17, main plus extra 22, and okay. completion is 31. So you're looking at about 15 to 20. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, small game. I Googled a video on the, all the cutscenes. It's three hours, 40 minutes. Okay. So you're going to condense three hours and 40 minutes into a two and a half hour max Star Wars movie. It ain't going to work. Echo and the force from the object. Yeah, I guess it, I guess the show would make more sense in that case. And these are average times, right? Yeah. Okay, because I see some of them, and I'm like, I definitely did that faster. So, are there any other notable Jedi that have that ability that Cal has to, uh, like, the Force Echo that he can touch things and see and feel it, kind of thing? Not that I'm aware of. But. Something happened to they'll, me. They'll give it to Grogu. Actually, about, about actually, no. I, I, no, there, there is one. Damaged. There is, there's one. Let's see if any of you can think of it. It was in the Clone Wars. It's like I'm back in that moment. Can any of you think of who it was? It was in the Clone Wars that this happened. I remember this now, clear as day. Somebody has the force power. So, someone has the ability. It's someone that we know. Can anyone? Not, not like one of the main characters. Not, it's not like Anakin or Obi Wan or something, but. One of the Jedi had this ability, and he used it in the Clone Wars, in the series, in one of the episodes. And I remember this clear as day now. Does anyone remember? Okay. But you're, so incorrect, but you're in the ballpark with those <laughs> with one of those type of characters. Wait, who did he say? He said Plo Koon. Oh, uh, okay. It's someone like that. Mike, you're going to get it in about four seconds, I can tell. <laughs> Kiari Mundi? No, it was Quinlan. When they were looking for Zero. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. Quinlan, my favorite character from the Obi-Wan show. Yeah. <laughs> or my favorite background character from uh, episode one. No, not episode one. Yeah, he is in episode one. They, he's a background character, and then they expanded his backstory. In, uh... He's the one on Tatooine, right? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just like sitting at a table in the background for three seconds. Yeah, he's in episode one. I think Aura sings episode one too, and then they sort of expand her personality. Clone Wars. I really wish we could see how his story ended in live action. 
like amazing what we saw after like what we what you hear about after the clone wars what happened with quinlan boss and like in the books and comics he teams up with ventress and that's like to, 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 to kill dooku like that's amazing i want to see that so badly I have to get the actual book. I want to read the book because I think it's like a three hundred something page book that they did on that storyline. I invent is Ventress is one of the coolest characters there is. I want to. I would love to see more. Are those things remind me, Nick, of the Wolf Wolves, like the things that are jumping around over there? Where did they go? Oh, you know, I forgot to mention this at the start of the episode. For the record, uh. I voted for Pete to win because oh, you were one of the votes. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was the Pete vote. Yeah, like yes, oh, Nick. Yes, you only had one like one draft pick, but like LeBron James was just one draft pick. You know, like Wayne Gretzky was just one draft pick. I mean, <laughs> this is, these are points I wish I had when it was <laughs> something I thought of. I don't they know are where your logic was back when we were debating this, but yeah, yeah, put them away, Nick. Put them away. <laughs> I'm running out of room down here. Yeah, yeah. Eleven hundred square foot basement. I'm running out of room for my Funko Pops. Mm -hmm. Just keep rubbing it in. Just keep rubbing it in. Yeah, I was uh, I was Team Pete on that one because he had all his friends in the background just voting anonymously for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> And and he was like he's like well I can't say anything to Mike Brescia because he's gonna vote for me and then Mike Brescia was on the next episode so <laughs> smells a little fishy to so me. My, I, from my understanding, Mike was not one of the voters. Mike, <laughs> you Mike, you, would, you were the one who asked the voters, so I don't know who they were. Yeah, he was not one of the voters. I'm assuming it was just our two guests and Nick. Correct. Uh, it was left anonymous. Hold on. Yep. You know the I want names so I can personally text them. <laughs> that you, means that John Stanko voted for me. Yep, and Faz did. Voted Faz. Two people I know personally. <laughs> so you so you can contact them. It's a damn shame. I can. I'm not going to be that petty, but I can. Uh, you just got to remember the next time they're on the podcast. That's true. Yeah, it, it's been officially no, no, outed. Because of that, we're not asking them ever again, Mike. I'm... I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, Blacklisting them from uh from the show. Sorry, <laughs> I just bought I just bought this. this is the newest uh, addition to my Star Wars at home collection. I bought a deck of cards and I just dropped them almost. Disrespect. But they're all Star Wars. The Joker's are BB-8, and the Kings are Vader, and the Queens are Padme. They're pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I see. We got BD-1 now finally. So Pete, you can buy the BD-1 Lego set. Yeah, BD1 Lego set I think is August 1st. And uh, a little Lego news for you. I believe in September or October, we're getting The Office coming to Lego, which is a pretty cool. Oh, thing. I saw that. Yeah. There's also rumors that they're gonna the next Ultimate Collector Series uh, thing is going to be the, the, Man the Razor Crest. That's the rumor I heard recently. Yeah, for $8 million. It's yeah. going to be great. Oh, this is actually very interesting. I want you guys to take a guess. When I have this set up, we have a different queen, king, and jack for each suit in the deck. I thought it was all the same. They're different, and this is really cool to see. Let me get through them all, and then, oh, this is fantastic. You don't have wall run yet. You got uh, these, you got two of them are the same. I tried it. <laughs> so for the kings, we have... Two Lukes, one Vader, and a Palpatine. Go fish. 
<laughs> For the queens, we have Mon Mothma, Leia, Rey, and Padme. And for the Jacks, we have Han Solo, Ben Solo, Lando, and Boba Fett. Is it is it Billy D. Williams Lando or Donald Glover Lando? Billy D. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I knew how to shuffle. So they had two Luke's for Kings. They come out come the fourth King. They had a. It looked like there was a sequels Luke and an original trilogy Luke. Or Finn got the shaft. Again, poor Finn. Could have made Kylo one of the kings and put Finn as a jack. Well, I mean, you had then you have three dark side kings and one light side king. Yeah. That's what do uh, what do you guys think Finn wanted to tell Ray? In you didn't the episode nine. I believe the, the th I believe that they said this. I think they said that he's going to tell her he's force sensitive. Mm. I figured it was either that or or. To express his feelings yeah. for her. Yeah, I believe they said it was force sensitive. Was what the explanation was going to be. They, uh, Back at the scrapyard. And I don't want to. I don't want to get started on the the sequel. Go ahead. Thing. Go ahead. <laughs> I uh, believe it or not, I actually think that um, but hold on, let me just uh, crush these guys here, slice you in half. Okay, uh. The Last Jedi was my favorite of the sequel trilogy. Not I don't know if that's a, not a, popular, I don't know if that's a hot take or my, not. Pete's not, not in agreement, but it was my second favorite. Uh, I liked that. I mean, I hate, I absolutely hate what it did to Luke as a character. And now because of that, like everything we're watching that has Luke, like the Mandalorian that has Luke, it's like, you know, everything he's doing isn't going to work. You know, he's going to turn into just like a shitty failure. And like, I hate that that's going to happen to him. Uh, yeah. But but like, take that away from it. I think it was the best of the sequel trilogy. I liked the I liked the storyline of Rey being just like nobody. Just like she's not important. She's not like related to anybody from the that we already know. She's just like somebody that has these powers and uh I don't know. I think the throne room scene was pretty, pretty, pretty sweet. So I, I like that storyline as well, but I feel like there's a huge misconception with that storyline, with her being a nobody. Is well, that right. everyone always says like it's about time we get someone who's a nobody? I don't think they realize every single Jedi ever, besides Luke, was a nobody. Anakin was literally a, a slave. <laughs> like he was working for like a chop shop. Momplik is busted, but. I hear that, that, but that's like the most common thing I hear is like, oh, it'd be so cool to hear, to see a nobody story, which I agree it would be better than her being a Palpatine, which made no sense at all. But, well, I it, guess it's not something we've never seen before. Maybe because, maybe because we knew who Vader was in the prequels, that's why it was different. I guess they, they weren't saying that, she, I guess it's not saying that she's a nobody, it's her parents were nobody, right? Was that what that's like, that's, that's what I mean? Like, think about it. Like, who's Mace Windu's parents? We don't know. Who are Yoda's parents? We don't know. Who are Kiati Mundus and Quinlan Vosses and Plo Koon's parents? We have no idea. Kit Fisto, all of them. That's true. Uh, before we go on here, Pete does have to run, so I'm going to give him a chance here before he goes to sort of plug his social so people got to follow him again. 
Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. guys. Have to have to log off early here, but at PJ Considori twenty nine, it's up on the screen. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Do a lot of hockey stuff, video game stuff, and uh, and obviously the Sky guys. Nick, thank you so much for letting me join the uh, stream here, and uh, I can't wait to talk some more Star Wars with you on the Sky Guys podcast. Yeah, good luck on the move. move. Yeah, thanks for coming. Hope thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, and just so everybody knows, like the audio that's going to be in the Sky Guys podcast feed coming up here. So we have a little conversation, an intro on the top here, so everybody knows that. It's going to be in there next week. Us and Nick are going to be on the Sky Guys podcast. We're going to talk about the full plot of this game. So all spoilers be there. Yeah, we're kind of, uh, we're not really addressing the fact that we're playing a game right now at all. That's going to be, oh. oh. This is the this is the level that I stopped playing on because it just seemed like. It never ended. Yeah, I just like, exactly. This is exactly, like the reason like we're not paying attention right now is I couldn't pay attention when I was playing this level. Yeah, because this is basically the extended tutorial level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll figure out how far we're going to go. I guess once we get off this and we can go to Zepho or one of the other planets, we'll probably call it there. Yeah. Because uh, this was just to get you guys involved. And then uh, I might keep streaming it afterwards. I'll see what, what the... Uh, if uh, people want to see that more going. What the audience feels I, uh, like. I have a problem with these games where I have to do everything. I have to unlock everything. If I were to do the new game plus, I already never known a forgetful droid. I just can't help myself with these kind of games. So you're the guy who's gonna get all the seeds. I yeah, I I get every single possible thing you can do because I'm like, well, I bought the game. I might as well do all this stuff, you know. Yeah, I was more into that with Nice and Republic than this. Oh man, had it. What do you think about the potential remake for Knights of the Republic? Very excited for that. I'm so excited for that. That's that's a game where what? just like shut up and take my money. Every I have it on Xbox, I have it on Steam, I have it on Android. Like anytime that they're like, "Hey, you want to play Knights of the Republic on a smart refrigerator?" I'd be like, "Yeah." I do want to play that, you know. Like, shut up and take my money. Just keep giving me Knights of the Old Republic. That leads me to ask you: Did you play Breath of the Wild? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Does that mean you got every Korok seed? Uh, I didn't go that crazy, no. But I, I don't even want to say how many hours I have in that game. Like over three hundred. That's where we need hours in that game. I can feel it. Oh, I just, I just ran out of things to do. I couldn't play it anymore. Uh. When I got once, that, once I did the 120 things, I was like, "It's done." Okay. Uh, the ending gets a little, uh, little anticlimactic if you, depending on how long you play the game for. If you play the game for like 300 hours and then you get to the ending, you're just kind of like, "Very anticlimactic. It's way yeah. too easy." <laughs> uh, do you ever do you, do you ever watch speedrunners? Like any like summer of game that game, or you mean any game? Just in general, but that game, I I, I think I summer games done quick that just happened i think somebody speed ran the whole game in like 40 minutes yeah they do this thing i saw you know they 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 drop a bomb and then they switch to the other bomb and they switch back and then they blow it up and they go flying in the air yeah uh because that that's the cool thing about that game in particular you can at any point once you beat the main tutorial area you just you could go to the final boss and fight them yeah yeah, Mike, if you in that game, if you want to, it's pretty much as soon as you start, you go right to the end. And if you could beat him, you beat the game, although it's extremely hard to beat him because you you you're not, you know, you're not powerful. You have no powerful weapons. You have no powerful armor, et cetera. 
Yeah. Yeah, but you can just you can just right after the tutorial, one of the objectives is be Ganon. You can just do it. Yeah, and uh, Nick, I remember too. Like when you beat the you have you beat Knights of the Republic at all, or are you still playing the game? Uh, uh yeah, Nick Friada. Uh, I played about six minutes of it. Yeah, I guess of, of Kotor. That's it. Yeah, I was on the plane on the way home from the honeymoon. I popped it on the Switch. Okay. And I said I don't want to play this on a plane, and then I haven't played since. Mm. I, was, I was gonna say like if you like, there's a big like trick you learn for the final fight that if you don't learn it, it takes it takes you like fifty times longer to beat the fight. Okay. Well, I got Coder one and two for about I think it was twenty five bucks on the Switch. Pretty pretty good deal. Yeah. Do you know the plot of Kotor? Like, do you know the? No, I have no idea. So, he, oh. so he's, he does not know the greatest video game twist of all time. Interesting. I know, like, I know Revan is good and bad, and good and bad. But I don't really know, like, what happens. Yeah, you don't know the con the full context. Yeah, I just know that sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad, and that's about it. And another guy, and the guy who's on the cover of number two, I believe it's Darth Nihilus. Yeah. I know he he eats planets. That's pretty much all I know about him. He's Galactus of Star Wars. He eats planets, and um, Howard Stern made fun of him once. I know that. Fuck that frog. It did nothing to me, but I don't care. Uh, that's interesting. So, do you have any plans of playing Kotor, or is it just kind of? Like I I definitely will. I did buy it. So I, def I just the reason I never played it is I always had PlayStation. I never had a PC power enough, powerful enough to play on, and okay. I never had an Xbox, and it never came out on PlayStation. So that's why I never played it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's a, uh, it's a little tough to go back to right now because the, just the playstyle is a little outdated. Dated, yeah. And then to, the thing you dislike about cyberpunk is a lot of kotor's just dialogue options and i don't i think i wouldn't mind it if it was star wars though i think because it's a story like cyberpunk i just don't i just don't care yeah i think i think that i just don't care yeah one of the things i like about the kotor is that's just the whole options you have to sort of like they do a good job developing all the side characters too like you have quests you can go on with them you can learn about all their backstory you can influence their choices they, they do a good job with that yeah, you're right. It's 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 different to um, I'm gonna do this one first. It's different to like go into this crazy dialogue and deep lore dive when it's like Star Wars, like something that you actually care about. Versus like Cyberpunk, it's like a whole new world. It's like I'm not invested in these people. These this doesn't mean anything to me. You know? Yeah, exactly. Which I don't even know how the cyberpunk story works. I, I'm pretty sure the game is not the first of the story, right? Uh, it's like based off of a. I think it's like a board game. That, yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. I think it's like a board game. I think there's a book. I think there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along to it. Besides yeah. The game. Uh, I've never met anybody who's a huge Star Wars fan that doesn't know the twist of kotor so that's gonna be i'm, I'm assuming it's it's revenue they're turning bad or good but oh. i guess that's pretty broad so it's, it's yeah <laughs> it's very, it's very from a certain point of view all right see from my perspective the jedi are evil so yeah. you know 
That's true, I guess. We don't know what side is good <laughs> and what side is bad. And I will say, there are, the way it gets revealed is sort of similar to what, what happens in a, to, to some of the popular Kenobi memes going, on, going around right now. All right. Well, I'm, ex I'm excited to try it out. I definitely will. I have a, I have a list. I can't go this way yet. It's on that list. Yeah. I have Cyberpunk's on the list. I want to play the God of War before the new one comes out. That's all. That game is awesome. Strongly recommend that one. I have it ready to go, downloaded and installed, and everyone is trying to convince me to play Elden Ring, so I probably should try, but I guarantee I'll put that game down pretty quickly because I'll be I'll just say screw this because I keep dying. Uh that's the thing. So <clears throat> any from software game, uh Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Elden Ring, dying is part of it. You're going to die. You're gonna die a lot. That's just that's just part of the game. You can't get frustrated because like when I beat Bloodborne, the final boss, it took me literally 37 tries. But but once I did it, oh man, was that did that feel good? Uh so if you do decide to play Elden Ring, just like you're gonna die. You just gotta accept it. I also downloaded uh Sekiro. Okay, yeah, same same developer. And my my thought process was, oh, this will be similar to Ghost of Tsushima because they're both Japanese, but it's not, and it's gonna be uh it's it, it's gonna be tough. It's it yes, they're both feudal Japan, but like that's about all that they have in common. Yeah, because Ghost of Tsushima is one of my favorite games ever, so I thought, oh, this must be good too. Okay. I I enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima a lot. Oh, it's our friend Jaro again. Yes, the path is difficult. Yeah, that's interesting that he's the same species as Zeb. That's that's really cool that we figured that out. Your ally, you will overcome any obstacle. Yeah, it gives us, like you said, it gives us a little like blueprint of what the live action version of Zeb could look like if they go that way. Definitely. So these are cool little flashbacks here. I guess, how old do you think Cal is? Probably, I think nine. Well, first or 10. off, first off, I meant I meant in the game, but also here. Here, that he's nine or ten. And in the game, what do you think? I the game, I think he's probably like nineteen. You think this is? So do you do you think this is about? Where this is taking place right here, you think this is around the time of Attack of the Clones, roughly? I would say probably around the Attack of the Clones. Yeah, this definitely is because ultimately, uh, this they show you clips of Order sixty six. So, and is he any older, or is he that age when that, when those clips happen? Uh, he's if he's any older, it's not much older. Okay, so then that must be around Episode three when those things are taking place. Yeah, which means if he's like ten there, this that means he's only like fifteen. I don't know if that's. I think. I think maybe he's twelve. Maybe then he's seventeen here. Well, you know, you know, I I think we can if actually only, find out exactly how old he is if we look. I was gonna say, if only there was some way we could find out how old Cal Kestis is. <laughs> so his birthday's actually not listed. Oh, but I'm sure I can find it, like, or at least a uh, close to type of thing, or find out how old he's supposed to be. Uh, Cal is 13 in the flashbacks, making him roughly 18, which means he'll be about 23 in the new game. Now, I don't know where that information comes from, because it's not published anywhere, but I guess they just know. Is it on the Star Wars, is it on the Star Wars wiki? No. 
Also, isn't the name of the Star Wars wiki just the best name for any oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wikipedia? It's great. Yeah, in real life, Cameron Monaghan is 28 years old. Okay. So he's a 28-year-old playing a 19, 20-year-old? That's not... I mean, he's got a young face. I mean, the Stranger Things kids now are like like 17 playing 14 or like 20 playing 14. <laughs> so it's not that far off. I mean, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, at at a certain point, it was like a 25-year-old Sarah Michelle Gellar playing like a 17-year-old. So yeah, I'm a big fan of this actor. He was in Gotham, played the Joker. Yeah, oh, did he really? Yeah, I loved him in that yeah. show. I didn't watch Gotham. He played like three different versions of the character in that show, basically. See, okay. Gotham, Gotham is an interesting show where if you say, do you recommend it? I'm going to say yes, but I'm also going to tell you it's not great, but I do recommend it. It's not great, but it's fun. It's definitely a good show. Not a great show. There's just something about the Batman universe and not having Batman. I was kind of like turned off by that. Well, I think the the um, the, the kid they had to cast it as Batman ended up being a disaster, which I think hurt the show a lot. But uh, okay. the guy who plays Penguin was like, Really good. Perfect. Perfect. Colin Farrell in a lot of makeup. He was great. He was great. He was like Robin Lord Taylor played uh, Penguin in the yeah, show. He did. And the one who played the Riddler was perfect also. Yeah. The problem was just so that the kid that they got to play Batman, they hired him at the time. He was like 15 at the time. 14. And by the end of the show, he's supposed to be 17 or 19. And he just never got any older. Like He just looked the same. So like it didn't work. Yeah, I think there's a point at the end of Gotham here, and we're spoiling Gotham. They recasted him. <laughs> no, they didn't. Re they never recast him. He was there the whole time. They just like sort of like use like special. Hit the spoiler line. button. Uh, at the end, they technically recasted him. Yeah. If you know what I'm referring to. Yeah, well, I mean, they also technically, I think they for the very last episode they had a time jump and they recast. I think uh, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. And then they recast Catwoman, like the uh, young that actor. that wasn't supposed to be a time jump. That was supposed to just be the end of the show, but they had to jump forward in time because he just wasn't getting any older. And they need to see. They wanted to show Batman, right? And they kind of did. Yeah. So, uh, just to bring it back to Star Wars for a second, <laughs> he opened the door. Uh, I opened the door. We're inside. Uh, the Zepho. Is that mentioned in anything prior to this? I do not think so. It sounds familiar, but it probably sounds familiar to me because I played this game. Yeah, it's this, this, these people on these walls, this race of Force-sensitive people. Uh, I don't remember if Zepho was ever a thing. I guess it's like an extinct. Well, I can, I can tell you right now. At least I can. At least I can do is look it up. Their first appearance was Fallen Order. Okay, so. And they haven't really been in anything else either. They were in this book, or is this a comic? I can't even tell. Yeah. A comic. Nick, are you, are you on the main Wikipedia page? You know what the showcase article is right now? I, no, I don't know. It is Bloody Rancors. <laughs> it's an alcoholic drink available on Batu, Tatooine, and uh, I see what other planet's on, but. Yeah, uh, trust me, that's a really good drink. Yeah. Is it just a Bloody Mary, but it's a Bloody Rancor? Yeah. But they have some really good drinks at Galaxy's Edge. You know, Cordova reminds me a lot of F. Murray Abraham. Oh, do you know why? He looks like a lot like him. 
containing a list of the names and and you know cordova's whole thing is the most just video game s video game shit like, i have this thing that has the list of all the jedi but i'm not going to just give it to you you got to do all these other things first yeah here and then i'll give it to you that's basically the, the main plot device of uh nice Yacht republic too is like here find these other like here's a map find the rest of the maps yeah I'm trying to see what else um on this journey cameron how do you pronounce his last name monaghan monaghan like like dominic monaghan from lost okay i'm trying to see what else he was in just uh to know but he was also in um looks like he was in, he was in the main cast of shameless that's a pretty good show and he was in a lot of those episodes so i guess that's where you would see him the most and he's been that's, in some movies uh, here and there I never watched Shameless, but everybody, like when I was playing this game, like my wife was like, oh, that's the dude from Shameless. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are his two biggest things. Everything else, like he's like sort of a, like just like a guest character, guest actor in some of these shows. Yeah. Yeah. This was big for him as was Gotham and I guess Shameless also too, obviously. Yeah, he plays uh, basically two twins in Gotham who are one of them. And basically, they both end up having Joker tendencies. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're supposed to be the Joker, but they're supposed to be like the inspiration for the Joker at the very least. They're that universe's version of like the, oh, this is the Joker origin story. The Joaquin Friends Phoenix. That's why they're giving him $20 million to be in the sequel. Wait, so did you guys see or hear anything about the 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 Joker sequel like to the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Just that that he's getting 20 million to be in it. I was uh, supposedly it's supposed to be a musical? Yeah, I did hear that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a Yeah, I forget who's supposed to be in it, but yeah, apparently it's going to be a musical. So There's that. <laughs> All right, big ass frog guy. Here we go. Yeah, you got through that client a lot faster than I did. Also, since on the on the on the uh, on the topic of the lead in the show, I can relate this to Star Wars. We, we you know usually do a Star Wars news segment on the podcast, but uh-huh. we don't have one this week. So I feel like I should just say some of the two things that we got here. Number one is the acolyte lead has been half leaked. They are eyeing Amanda Stenberg to be the lead of the show. She's a 23-year-old woman who is in, I guess she was in the Hunger Games. If you watch that, she played a character named Rue. And not really much other stuff, but I think she's going to be the the lead of the Acolyte. And yeah. Somebody's hearing you say she played somebody named Rue, and they're screaming right now at their computer. They're like, are you kidding me? Is that one of the main characters? Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, did, I, just, I did not watch the Hunger Games. Is Rue Mike? Did you see? Did you see the Hunger Games? I have not watched the Hunger Games. No. I think Rue is in. The she's, first... a, she's a little girl, and the and this is you know the Hunger Games is believe it or not ten years old already. Oh God. So she was a little girl at the time, only like ten or twelve years old. So now she's like in her early twenties. So. So basically, she was Vivian Wyra Blair and Obi Wan. Yeah. But that is the first piece of news that I have is that she is basically set to be the lead in that show. That's not really news, 
but it's been popping. It's it's kind of old news. It's been a couple months, but it's been popping up recently because we're finally learning more about that show. But the other piece of news is, and I believe you guys probably saw this already, there has been some leaks on Boba Fett season two. Oh, oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, there was a Mexican version of Disney Plus that has up season two coming soon of Book of Boba Fett, which leads people to believe that that's their not their way of announcing it, but their way of getting it spoiled by accident. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, you're wondering like you know you had that D twenty three convention coming up in about a uh, a month or two, so you wonder maybe there they announced that. Do you think they save things to talk about from Celebration and put them there? I mean, the rumor on the Marvel front right now is that they're saving stuff for D23. and They're going to do a smaller run at Comic-Con than what was originally planned. Mm. So does Marvel have their day similar to like a Star Wars Celebration, or it's really just at D23 and Comic-Con? I think it's just D23 and Comic-Con. They don't really have an Avengers Con yet. Well, they do, but that was in uh, Miss Marvel. So yeah, and that was in the Avengers video game too, which I also have, yeah. have to go and finish. Another, another, another good, another game I didn't really love. Yeah, the Avengers one. Yeah. All right. Kind of got boring. I never got around to it. You passed the test. We passed the test. All right, congratulations. <laughs> similar to the, um, kind of similar to that Guardians of the Galaxy game. It wasn't a bad game by any means, but the combat was just extremely repetitive that it just got kind of boring. Every time I saw somebody, it was the same fight. Not really. Oh, calm down, Breeze. He did. Tell us, Cal. Yeah, we got the whole plot to the game now. Yeah, so. Yeah, I guess that's the intro, right? Yeah, so this is basically the intro where we did our first two planets here with Nick, and now Nick is going to get ready to go off on his adventure and try and complete <laughs> the rest of the game on his Twitch stream. So I think we're going to basically start signing off here because obviously we don't want to give you guys like a four and a half, five hour podcast of like three planets. So I think we're going to tease you. We'll talk more about the plot next week here. But I mean, Nick. Thank you very much for having us on the stream. It was a lot of fun and definitely fun to just sort of chat your way through the first game. And I believe you only died once in that whole span. So it was, so it was definitely a good good start. Only once, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And people want to follow you. Like, you want to hang out the Twitch channel for the podcast listeners along some of your other socials. Here, wait. Hold on. Let me just uh, get this uh, little behind the scenes here. Let's go full screen. Okay. Uh, turn this off. So uh, yeah, if um, if you're here on this Twitch uh, on the about page, there's links to uh, the YouTube channel where um, I pretty much just archive all my Twitch streams and just dump them there and have like some uh, content. And then uh, on Twitter, it's Recovery Room Ninety. All the links are on this Twitch page. So uh, yeah, everything you put the, you put the, the full stream in there. Oh yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, you got the full stream is on YouTube. That's cool. Yeah, I use it sometimes. I, I at first I was like editing it down and doing series out of it, but that takes a lot of time, and nobody has time. So, <laughs> uh, so I just dump all the streams and archive it there on YouTube. Absolutely. How'd you like? How'd you how'd you like Spider Man? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was. It absolutely was. And uh, Nick Ferreira, people want to follow you on Twitter. How can I do that? 
at Nick Fry underscore nine. Just retweet all this stuff from the Sky Guys. And looking forward to continuing our conversation on Fallen Order next week. Yeah, and the Sky Guys podcast on Instagram as well. People want to follow that. Yeah, we posted about this tonight on a little story, and then we'll do. Uh, I have one very good meme lined up that I don't know when to drop because I, I like to post at noon exactly. And if I forget and I see it's like 1 30, I go, mm, not today. So <laughs> I have to remember one day to actually do it. Yeah, you can also follow me on Twitter, MPhillips331. It's M P H I L I P S331. Baseball Talk, the All Star Regular Just and the Suffering podcast. Nick and I are also, Nick Fry and I are also going to be on the Justin Suffering next week. We talk about the first two parts of the Derek Jeter documentary, The Captain. Oh yeah, I have to watch that. Yes, yeah, I will say describe this way. JJ described it on his own podcast. Nick, Nick, you'll I think you'll appreciate this. It's basically Yankee fan porn. Basically, that's the way I describe that documentary. <laughs> Any similar to uh, um, the Last Dance? A little bit, because they sort of see the path they're going on where they're following Jeter's career and they guys follow the Yankee stuff along with it. So I do see that. Are we going to get a Derek Jeter like, and I took it personally meme? There, are, I... there already is something in the first episode that kind of goes that way. Okay. All right. So that's all. I want to thank you guys. Nick will be back. Nick, Nick D will be back next week with us to talk all about the plot of Fallen. So we'll give you all that next week, right, Nick? Hell yeah. All right. So I'm going to say that until then, may the fourth be with you. All right, thanks for coming, guys.